Hey everyone, it's me, and we're back with the first episode of season four of my Best Vintage Life podcast. My name is Bridget Morawski, and this is my co-host. Our Bazaar Canyon at your service. We are part of Baz Brothers Unlimited, a vintage clothing wholesaler based in Fresno and Los Angeles, California, in case you're new to the show. Welcome. We welcome. hope you do go back and listen to the old episodes, but if you're here right now, welcome. Just going to do my little show notes, and please... Always remember that anything I mention in the show notes, you can find in the show notes, the text of the podcast while you're listening. So if you need a visual or something to click on, it's there for you. I'm going to update them a bit, but everything you need is there right now. So if you want to email us, you can do so. Admin at mybestvintagelifepodcast.com. That's admin, A-D-M-I-N, at mybestvintagelifepodcast.com. You can find us on social media, Instagram, Pinterest, and TikTok. TikTok is newly added. We've been doing really well on TikTok. The engagement's amazing. We love it. and um, It's a lot of fun to do. Yeah, so. in just a little over a month, we've gotten over 14, almost 1,450 followers. I'm probably going to surpass my Instagram follower number in like less than a month. It's just insane, the growth that you can achieve on there. So very excited about that. If you found us via TikTok, hello and thank you. Um. Don't forget to rate and review the podcast. It helps us grow our audience and it allows us to help others. So if you have the time to give us a star rating, amazing, even more amazing if you have a few minutes to give us a review, a few nice words, doesn't have to be much. We really, really appreciate it. And check out our website. You can sign up for our Vintage for Business newsletter there. You can sign up for our, or rather purchase our online courses. We have some great ones online right now. And um, you can also shop our whole tail vintage clothing section. Exciting, right, Art? Yeah, there's a lot of new stuff you've added. You've put a lot of work into the website lately. Well, just the website, the mainframe of it, yes. I, I bought a template, which I think I mentioned last time, and it was a lot of work. But it's made my website so much faster. And speed is super important for website engagement. Like, even if it's, like... A few seconds can mean life or death. I don't I hate using that phrase, but no, you know. it's just well, you're gonna someone's gonna stick around or leave. Exactly. Yeah. So super important to keep in mind if you're building out your website, which you should be, you know, after the great crash of social media recently. Crashes. Crashes, multiple crashes. I you know, we're doing this episode on the fly. Um, we weren't going to do it today. So I don't have an obsession at the moment. Um, soup per se soup i just got a new stock pot it is dutch designed and made in germany the brand is bk very excited because i did not have a soup stock pot so that came today i'm pretty excited about that i'm sure it will be an obsession not having to worry about my soup flowing over the top of my old six quart pot Pretty soon it'll be my obsession since I'll be tasting this lovely mm -hmm. soup instead of soup made yeah, for Yeah, I made two. a pretty bomb soup this week. Yes. Any obsession for you, Artsiv? None. None? None other than soup. Okay. <laughs> soup. I like soup. All right. Well, we'll come back to our new patron, our new Podbean patron in a hot minute. But first, um, Art and I decided today we're going to try a new little format for the start of season four. A new podcast format, kind of similar to like what I do on the newsletter. We're just going to do like little chunks of information. Um, and maybe if you like this, give us your feedback. If you like it, um, then it's something we'll 
we'll steamroll ahead with. Uh, if you absolutely hate it, don't be afraid to say so. So the first thing we wanted to talk about is Halloween's coming up. So I'm seeing a lot of you do this already on your Instagram, which I think is really cool, is you're providing people with um, outfit, rather costume inspiration and sustainable ways to do so. I really think Halloween has just become this big thing in terms of profit, profitability. And I think um, it's, you know, if you're a vintage reseller, it's a great time for you to take advantage of that. And if you're just a vintage enthusiast, it's a great time to show off your sustainability and look cool to your friends and try to pass off that information to them and hope they follow suit. So, and I'm not even just talking about costumes like vintage themed t-shirts. I see some of you selling sweatshirts, sweaters. That's amazing. I think it's really great. A lot of people love Halloween. I think um, one of the main reasons I love Halloween, and I've probably mentioned this before, is like, you know, there's not there's not a family component. You can be someone else. You can have fun. You get to eat candy. It's a very laid back holiday. I don't know. There's just a magical element to it. It's my favorite holiday by far. It's very stress free. There's no emotional negativity attached to it, really. And this year, I'm going to give Unless out candy like to trick goblin. or treaters and not worry about yeah. potentially getting shot. So that's nice. Yeah, that's always a plus. Yeah. Yeah. Truthfully, had I would look at the people with their kids out in my old neighborhood. I'm like, what are you doing? Like drive, I would drive like five miles away and I would just take them trick-or-treating somewhere else. So unsafe. And there weren't that many of them out, thank God. Um, but it's something I'm looking, looking forward to. So yeah, yeah, there's a lot of cool things about vintage and Halloween. Yeah. You know, and especially this year with the supply chains being disrupted mm -hmm. and all those spirit shops somewhat Blech. empty. Blech. It's a great chance to yeah, take guys. the opportunity to like get people into vintage. Like 70s disco guy, 90s raver. You know, there's so many cool things you can offer your customers or even pull out old stuff from your wardrobe. You yeah, know. and truthfully... Now, say you're listening to this and you're panicking like, oh, shit, I didn't plan anything for Halloween and it's already October 12th. Well, take this, I guess, now as like advice for next year is holidays are an amazing time, whether you celebrate them or not, or whether people celebrate them or not, someone's celebrating them and it's an opportunity for you to make a profit. And if you're not a reseller, it's an opportunity for you, I think, to make a difference and stand up for something you believe in, which is, you know, wearing more vintage, being more sustainable. So um, if you haven't planned anything, don't panic. You know, there is always next year, but you still have time, in my opinion. So make make the best of it, you know, do something fun. It doesn't even have to be necessarily Halloween themed. Um, you know, you could do some sort of you know what we used to do? giveaway. You could do some sort of interaction on social media. You could do maybe some kind of creative coupon code for your website it doesn't necessarily even have to be about the clothing um and if you are or, you know an enthusiast and you've come up with some fun costume ideas share them with your friends inspire them be the be the person making that change amongst your friend group i know everybody has at least one or more friends that just don't care about vintage i actually ran into this um this morning i had a hair appointment and my hairstylist is very open to talking about vintage like she wants to learn more which is really cool and fun for me and they were talking about a class they took a hairstyling class they took you know because they have to they don't have to but they they take classes yeah, continuing to, education yes exactly and they did one down in san clemente and they said that the 
my hairstylist said how the girls were all dressed in vintage and the girl, the other hairstylist that was present for the conversation was like, and I was, she didn't, she didn't know what I do. And she was like, Ugh, that's just too much for me. And yeah. I was like, hmm, to each their own, but we all have that friend, right? Or that friend that doesn't like it for X, Y, and Z reasons. So this is an amazing time of year to show your anti-vintage or anti-secondhand friends what you can do and how much fun you have with it yeah and they'll be jealous of course of course yeah wow they dress in something that looks like they'll run into someone wearing the same thing yeah you know what we used to do like the october rose bowl stuff we had that was been sitting around for a while we would put two things together we put outfits together and sell them for 30 bucks nice and it was, oh, we sold so much stuff we normally wouldn't. We discounted each piece and made it super easy. We made like themed rocker, acid wash jeans, and a beat up uh, cheaper rock t shirt. Then yeah, we just like not super niche, just very yeah, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ran, just random. You know, we, back then we did a rocker guy, a disco guy, and we did different types of girls, and it was just simple. And if you've got back stock inventory that's not moving by itself, but if you make it, super easy just like you know the halloween costumes you can buy at a store where it's like okay you get to be a mummy well do the same thing make little bags put the size size 34 waist rocker guy and it makes it super easy for last minute things well i think also picking costumes that are gender fluid you know that people can <coughs> you could be rocker girl right no but like make it easier for people to shop like so many like of the spirit halloween store you know there's not very much like gender neutrality there it's either like you're a guy and you're a swashbuckler or you're a girl and i can see your ass cheeks you know what i mean like why can't you be a swashbuckler that shows some ass cheeks (laughs) (laughs) sounds like a costume for you oh so true i would love to be that cool pirate um, <laughs> I was going to add something, but I can't remember what it is now. Arr. Arr. Oh my Lord. I, feel, <laughs> I hope most of you didn't see the photo art took of me eating tacos while I look like a pirate. He, uh, he's like, Oh, I'll send the pictures to you. And he accidentally sent them to his brother. And oh. I was in, we were in tears for like 30 minutes. We couldn't stop laughing. He's like, she's like, I still haven't gotten a picture. Is the I internet like, well the, working? I was like, what the, what the fuck? Like, why can't I, why am I not getting these pictures? <laughs> and then he was like, oh, fuck, I sent them to my brother. Which, by the way, his brother still has not seen. Yeah, that. We're going on two weeks now. No, week. No, two weeks. Really? Yeah. Wow. So if you guys reach out to Ralphie and you're like, Ralphie hasn't responded to me. That's why I tell you call him. Yeah. Because there's no other way carrier pigeon maybe i don't know but back to halloween you know i think it's also like a really great holiday to like could you right now go into your closet and grab a couple of things and say this is my costume yeah and then just change up like the makeup a little bit right well i don't own a lot of makeup anymore i i used to own makeup that was easier for me to do like Halloween makeup, but I don't really wear eyeliner anymore. It ages me. I don't have fake eyelashes or anything like that, but I could pull it off. I'll tell you what, one, one Halloween, I actually, I actually, it was when it was just right after college and I had all my equestrian gear from competing, you know, in college, I literally put on my, my riding habit, which is like your, your competition, like a, like a nun. 
No, like they call it a riding habit. Oh. I know they call that the same thing for a nun, but it was literally like high neck blouse, my riding oh. jacket, my breeches, breeches, whatever you want to call them. People say it two different ways. Knee high boots, my helmet and my riding crop. And I went to a Halloween party that way and everybody loved it. So it doesn't even necessarily have to be vintage. It's yeah, just if really I did like that, they would think I was John Candy finding- dressed up as a jockey. <laughs> <laughs> Most people haven't seen that movie, my friend. So it's so good. Anyway, I'm, it's not, it doesn't even have to be vintage. It could just be using what you already have and not creating waste. And you can do the same thing with home decorations too. I mean, I was telling Art, I was talking about my mom. She had the blow mold, you know, Easter bunnies. She had blow mold nativity, blow mold pumpkin and ghost. I saw a blow mold Frankenstein on let go or not let go offer up <laughs> offer up of fresno it was like 180 dollars. it was listed for that but people really love vintage halloween decorations so that's another area to kind of capitalize yeah as well. buy it off season yeah yeah truthfully just store it sell it it doesn't have to be anything big either i mean blow molds can be a little bit on the larger side depending you know like the nativity scene when I was little, I was taller than me for a very long time. My art direction with, I, oh. with the nativity scenes. <laughs> me and Bridget had one of the funniest conversations about nativity scenes and what constitutes the proper so nativity I've told, amount. I've told you friends many times that I grew up in a devout Catholic um, household. So Christmas was a very religious time. I also grew up in a very ethnic Eastern European household also very religious. So at Christmas time, my family and I used to like to drive around and look at Christmas lights. And most people where I grew up had nativity scenes and they were typically the blow mold ones. Now I, um, had very specific criteria for the nativity scene. I was probably five or six and I would critique them as we were driving. (laughs) Not enough sheep. No, too many goats, too many. I mean, too many sheep six wise men it's like they weren't twins <laughs> and then they each had a camel uh. and um, <laughs> multiple donkeys mul- no 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 if you <laughs> i i won't waste the time on the halloween stuff with the nativity scene but i have my criteria and if you don't meet it well you did not end well with me, and I would I would even know the next year. I'd say, oh, this is the house that has the, this. This is age five, people. So imagine what I deal with on a daily basis <laughs> after 26 years. Imagine of- my grandmother. She would give me free reign to decorate her house when I was like seven. Oh, my Lord. Yeah. She would come and move something, and I'd say, put that back. <laughs> <laughs> something is amiss. It's like that show I'm watching right now because I finished Midnight Mass. So now I'm watching Bly Manor, which is also the Flanagan guy that did Midnight Mass. And it's there's a haunted element to it. And the little girl has a dollhouse and she yelled at her au pair. She said, don't don't move things in my dollhouse. I have a system. Systems are good. Yes. So back to Halloween. It's just a really great time, I think, for vintage in general. Share it. Yeah. Yeah. If, you know, if you've got a friend who's on the bubble, it's like, hey, come on over. Let's have some fun. Let's drink a beer, have some wine, and let's go through have my cl- Have some wine. And, <laughs> and let's play in my closet. <laughs> what? 
Girls don't do that? Uh, well, that was audible, just so you know. Focus, lady. No, you focus. You make me cry. I'm laughing so hard. Okay. That sounds like a party you want to be at, Art. I don't mind sharing. Oh, Vintage clothing. God. All right. What was our next topic? Oh, fall and uh, winter trends that we're seeing. What are people buying when they come in? A lot of sweaters already. Sweatshirts. Lots of sweaters. Yeah, sorry, I was taking a sip. Sweatshirts. Workwear. <coughs> Workwear. And denim, and denim is still strong across all all cuts in the, in the newsletter if you've read the most recent vintage for business newsletter i do just a little blurb a little blurb about trend watch and the the you said the japanese are really into the polyester like 70s flares oh, you that know, was, that's such a curveball yeah yeah well it's it's also in england mm. a lot of that but extreme disco like twiggy era kind of that look bright vibrant colors in the pants the the flares, the disco, the shirts. I mean, I've probably sold like probably like two, three hundred poly pants in the last month. And they've been sitting here probably like good six, seven years. The only person that buys them is a local store. And he usually buys 20, 30 pairs a year. And that's just to meet for the costumes and theme parties, you know, 70s parties. And he came by last week. And he picked up another 40, 50 pairs because he said he can't keep them in. Yeah, he he actually rents um, he rents stuff. Uh, that's something else if you want to think about doing. I don't know if he has much success with it, but he rents out costumes. Yeah, and then there's a, but another. But is he, is he buying the poly pants for rentals or is he buying both. them? So people are buying them. They're not just. Yeah. Well, people he gets in people Fresno are buying polyester pants. Theme parties. I know. Okay, but you're when you tell me that Japanese people are buying them, I yeah. think they're buying the they're difference. buying them to wear them. They're buying to wear them, but the Japanese ones are solid, and the ones here are funky plaid. Uh, that's the difference. Yeah. You know, like the Lee slacks. The early '80s also had a little bit of a flair to mm-hmm. them, mm-hmm. like all our old stock. Do you remember when you went through those big Gaylords of slacks? Oh and, God, yeah. yeah. Okay, so. A couple of Japanese people have gone through those and they're pulling them out. And then a couple of our wholesale customers that's shipped to the UK. Mm-hmm. Same thing. Okay. Well, what says else? to myself, I need some poly pens. It says to myself, sweaters, <laughs> sweatshirts, poly pants, mm-hmm. jackets. And I think we're just about to get hit with... The requests for the starters. Starters are hot. Yeah. But people have been holding off, holding off because it's, you know, they're Heavier. pricey. Well, yeah. Yeah, that's I've already had, I think they make I nice had two gifts. calls today regarding About starter jackets. Yeah. Some guy's going to fly in and go through all what we have and he has he ships. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. Someone who's been here before? No. No. Someone who found us through the podcast. Are you blowing smoke up my ass? No. Okay. I don't have to tell you everything. Jeez. Well, because someone was here today and you said that they found us through the podcast and then <laughs> it didn't sound like she ever even listened to the podcast. People Google it. 
That's the first thing that pops up oh, when you type website. in Baz Brothers. Yeah, I am. I'm starting to get returns now for Baz Brothers. Yeah. Interesting. Taken over. Not no. only the bigger office, but also the oh the recognition online. Okay, half this office is podcast recording space. Okay, so yeah, yeah. we're good. So we have about the same size office. It just looks so much nicer in here. Well, I try. Yeah. Um, what are you seeing? What are people reaching to you? Well, I don't necessarily look at what people are buying here. I look, I look to Europe. Yep. And I did post on Instagram. If you're following along, I posted. Even with a dead Europe where they've locked everything down, there's actually I mean, fashion I mean, still going on. People are out and about on the streets, so I don't know what's going on. I mean, I was just talking to a client who has family in Paris. He says it's it's insane over there. Um, Protests, well, lockdown. Okay. One of them that I follow is Parisian, like Parisians in Paris, and that's like the number one street style, probably in terms of European style. I look to them, and these are the other ones I posted. In case you're not following on Instagram or you didn't see the stories I did, um, there's Milanese in Milan, Amsterdamers in Amsterdam. Um, so what do you see in the Parisians doing? Madrilenos in Madrid, Copenhageners in Copenhagen, and Romans in Rome. Um, I mean, I really like the the scarf, the headscarf thing is huge. Oh, yeah. Um, That's why you've been looking like a pirate this past couple of weeks. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, sweater vests. Sweater vests? Yes, that's a big curveball, too. Like, wearing them over, button up. White, uh, white shirts? Yeah, like a white oh, that makes button, sense. like a poplin, cotton poplin uh, button up or button down, depending on the top buttons, and um, cowboy boots. But I don't necessarily mean cowboy boots like the cowboy boots we have. Like a lot of upscale brands are now doing like chic cowboy boots. So I'm seeing that a lot with like boot cut denim or skirts. Oh God, what else? What else? What else? Um, trench coats, oh, khaki yeah. trench coats. We have actually pretty big orders coming up for December. Yeah, three, I mean, I, three different colors. I truly do feel like there, if there's two places I look to for what's coming next, it's typically like the Japanese or the Europeans. It's always been that way. Yeah. Yeah. And I'd say Europeans just because obviously you just heard the list I, I read off. It's it's a conglomerate of different cities and different countries. So I'm not going to say one's better than the other. Um, but those are the things that I'm seeing. I'm trying to think if there's anything that I missed. Um, Rugby's. Mm -mm. Yeah. I'm not seeing that. I am. Okay. I've had three different people ask me. God, they're such a pain in the ass. Oh, color bleed, color Truly bleed, color bleed. One of the worst. Like yeah. when, when you tell me that somebody wants those wholesale, I cringe, especially if it's like a high amount. Because to me, it's just not worth the pain of having to wash them. Yeah, well, these are overdye. We're going to be dyeing them. Okay, then that's fine. Yeah. As long as you approve. Oh, it doesn't matter <laughs> if I approve or not. It's just the, you know, all the dye, the, the color catch sheets that we go through. And even when you use them, it's still. Oh, I agree. You know, I always the, the nicest one is the one that always gets ruined. Always. Always. That's all I wore. I wore rugby's oh, and cords. That was, my, that was my Luke. <laughs> Uh, what else? What else? What else? What other accessory? Head? Um, Headgear? Scarves. Well, see, these European uh, accounts, most of the women are all carrying, like, 
a designer bag. They see the value in that and they see the value in saving up for it and knowing it's going to be a piece that lasts them for a long time. Um, so typically um, sunglasses, like those little, um, and I can't pull these off. I need a big frame for my face, but the little kind of like pointy end, almost like cat eye sunglasses, that's yeah. big right now. A lot of people in Europe are wearing those. I think they're cute. I personally can't pull them off. But that, um, the scarves, a good bag. Oh, and then shoes. I mean, um, people in Paris love Converse, like uh, just the typical Chuck Taylor. And they also really like Vans. Um, So maybe that's something to think about. Those are just hard to find in a vintage sense, you know, and I want to keep the conversation to vintage. But those are what I'm seeing in terms of uh, footwear. You know, it's crazy. I never thought I'd see so many people in Paris wearing sneakers. <laughs> How funny. Even New Balance. Oh, know? New Balance is having its minute. Yeah. Even young kids here. Weird. You know, both my boys have asked me for New Balances. There's a, a girl, her name's uh, Leah, Leah, S-F-E-Z. I'm sure a lot of you know her. She's an influencer. But she posted a picture. I mean, she's got, you know, like a model body, you know. She had, like, casual soft shorts and a cardigan with one little button. And then, her, like, her be- her tummy sticking out and new balance. And literally, I always look like, what are people asking? Like, and bless her heart, she answers, like, every freaking question over and over and over again. <laughs> I mean, after our conversation we had today, you yeah. know I would not have the patience for that. And everybody, the question everyone was asking her is, what what style New Balance? What style New Balance? What style New Balance? Instead what of style? reading right. the answer, yeah. Yeah, but there was a specific style, but yeah. it's just... 584, 575. And don't get me wrong, she's amazing style, but it's just funny to see the duality of her style that like so laid back she still looks sexy but yet at the same time she like dials it up to a 10 when she's going to you know we just had fashion week in paris so it's interesting so that's what i'm seeing i work with somebody like that what's that who can dial it up and look like a supermodel who me yes oh god come on i've seen you no Thank you. But, well, you know, working here, you can't get dressed yeah, that way. Yeah, honestly, most of my wardrobe is for working here. It has been a little depressing lately. Not depressing. That's that's a little bit uh, it's when embellished. It's when in embellished Rome. word. You know. I just, you know, I don't have, I mean, and I'm sure plenty of people feel this way. It's like you don't really go out that much anymore. Oh, the opportunities haven't presented itself and, for almost two years. And, you know, like I look at my like cute clothes and like it, they're few and far between. So I honestly, I think it, uh, coming up with outfits lately has been more of a, a challenge. But you know what? It's a good creative challenge for me. And um, it was a very hot summer, which didn't oh, really yeah. provide for much creativity. I was literally wearing bike shorts every day. Yeah. <laughs> Bike shorts and like I literally thought she wore the same. Oh, that was I was so offended. He thought I wore the same pair of bike shorts for three days. Little did I know she had pulled three of the same exact bike shorts from here. Well, because our I had told him when I first started working here, I pulled out um, biker shorts, three pairs, sub fours. Yes, the sub four. And I said, if you ever find more of these, I will take them all. And he finally found them at the start of the summer, and I literally pulled all of the black ones in my size. So now I have, I stockpile them for the future because it's one thing I know 
it, there's just not much you can wear in the heat here in the summer. So Art thought, like, I still only had one black pair. <laughs> and I wore it three days in a row. Uh, Boy, that would be a pleasant smell. Oh that's what I God. said. I was like, hey, man, you might want to retire those. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about some funky coal Medina. <laughs> okay. All right. Moving on to our final mini subtopic. We want to talk about finishing the year strong for you resellers out there. Kick butt in Q4. Kick butt in Q4. So right now you're seeing it everywhere. Supply chain shortages. For traditional clothing. Everything. Your Christmas present. I ordered your Christmas present early. Me? Yeah. It's supposed to arrive today, and it's not going to even ship until the end All of the month. All you got to get me is a bag of cookies. Well, I got you something real nice. A pie? No. No pie? No pie. I'll get you a pie. But anyway, we want you as a vintage reseller to really capitalize on the fact that people are going to be... SOL. Yeah. In a lot of ways. No, we're not saying that's great. You know, yes, we, it is. Well, it's our chance to show. No, but people are busy. People are, par- if you're a parent or if you have a lot of family members you buy gifts for, that's stressful. So I understand and I'm, I am empathetic to that. However, you as a reseller, time to capitalize. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> it is. It's an opportunity and opportunities present themselves and you need to learn how to jump on it and take advantage of the situation. I'm not saying gouge anybody, but present, pull out your old stock, pull out your dead stock. It's a great time because, you know, some people want to give a present as new. So why not sell old stock that's been sitting around? Yeah. You know, and offer some things, you know, guarantee shipping before Christmas, uh, free shipping. Oh yeah, actually I just got an email, I think from Shopify with the deadlines for shipping. So that is available to you online. Just make sure you adhere to it and urge your customers to do so as well. But you know, think, think outside the box. Like Art said, look at your stock. What can I use as like you know, Hanukkah gifts. What can I use as a stocking stuffer? You know, think think of these things. Think, think of how for people are your gifting. customer. Yeah. Because what I've noticed is sometimes we have to help, you know, move our own inventory by suggesting, by presenting in a way that it sells itself once it's visible. Like I have so much stuff that sometimes it's not going to sell sitting in a box. So what do we do? Bridget's like, go. We'll go through it. Pick out the cute ones wash it, puts it on a hanger, and I kid you not, we will sell every single last one that week. It's just amazing how that works. So do the same with your inventory. Go to the back. Pull out stuff that's been sitting there a while. Yeah, and we've talked about this before. It's psychological, my friends. I mean, and I've, I'll, I'll retell the story just in case you didn't hear it or you missed it. There's a rack of uh, puffer ski jackets in the back of the warehouse, which there's some racks back there that haven't been purged in years. And I took all the jackets and washed them myself. There's probably about 25 to 30 of them, maybe if not more. Swapped out the old shitty dusty hangers, put them on wooden hangers, and Art made space in a new part of the warehouse for them. And I can't tell you how many we sold to people who had looked at them or passed them over. Yeah, they're all, all, all those are gone. Those, yeah, that's I mean, long, long, long ago. Gone. Yeah. But you remember that. Absolutely. And it was like an interesting psychological study. Now, I wasn't trying to like pull a fast one on somebody, but truly. No, you want to present it better and easier for someone to take it and put it in their store and sell it. Mm-hmm. And that's it. That's what it is. Now, with these, we want people to be able to walk into your store or go to your website, see something they like, and 
that's it. I want that for Uncle Fester. You know, I'm going to get him that cool sweater. <laughs> Tying Boxed in up. Halloween with the uh, the what? holidays there. Why? I like that. Uncle Fester? Yeah. Yeah. Adam's family. Yeah. That's How, more of a Halloween. Is thing. he? Yeah. Wasn't he a monster all year round? Oh, he was, but who, who is? <laughs> it's called fiction. <laughs> It's the only uncle I can think of. <laughs> uncle Buck? Yeah. Uncle Buck, yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So, hey, Bug. <laughs> oh, my God, what a good movie. Okay, so let's see. What, what else do we want to talk about with um, finishing strong Q4? Looking at your I, existing oh, inventory. I have something. As much as you'd think... Ugly sweaters and Christmas sweaters are over. They're not. Yeah, that's they just the same. Well, I was just talking about not. Halloween. I see you selling Halloween sweaters that people will call ugly. Sell that shit and mark it up. I'm serious. Some of you, I see the prices you're selling stuff for. You need to raise your prices. I know I know you're in a comfortable spot, but just try it. Try it. It's so much easier to start higher and mark down than it is to start low and be a little disappointed when you figure out, fuck, I could have made an extra $10, $20, $30 on yeah, that. Yeah, pays for shipping if you're offering yes. shipping, you know? And be smart about your shipping. Some of you tell me, oh, shipping, I'm losing money on shipping, and then I see you're running free shipping. Don't do that, you know? I, I believe in free shipping. I really like that. Yeah, but, but you, you got to add it into your cost. You people are trained at this point in time. They know it comes at a cost. Pat it into your cost, but also they have to spend X amount to get it. Yes. Okay. People are trained like that now. So figure out what that number is for you, what your average spend is. Also, your inventory. Make sure you have enough inventory for the holidays. And if you need help with that, you should consider. Personally, I think you should go 25 to 50% higher than normal. Inventory? Absolutely. But what would be a good tool for them? The retail math course. Yeah, hello. The one, yeah. Okay, $17, sorry about that. $17, and you have it for life. You get one copy of it. Sorry, you're not going to be able to send copies to your friend. I mean, I'm sure you could figure out a way to do that, but I have it set up that you only get one copy. One copy for you. You you buy it. You get it in an email in a zip file. I give you instructions on how to watch it numerically, and Bingo, bango, bongo. No, that, I completely forgot about that. Yeah, That's a good, yeah. there's a really good uh, formula in there to help you figure out, you know. How you have a thing in there for holidays and special events? No, 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 no. It's applic- applicable year round. But now because the holidays are such a high volume selling time for most people, it's really an important time to see, you know, how much inventory I have and do I need more? Do I need less? It's it's very useful. Yeah. Um, I hate being like salesy, but truly, no, no, I mean, it's very helpful. Everybody bucks. And you know, I mean, if you really find it absolutely awful, tell me and I'll, I'll give you a refund, you know, but like the people that I know that have told me is like, Oh my God, this helped me so much. So, yeah. Yeah. So, Oh, and speaking of, I want to talk about our new Podbean, our new patron. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cause she has a burning question for you. <clears throat> okay, here's our shout out. And I practiced her name and I asked her if this is how it's spelled. Oh God, I hope I do it right. Um, it's Meta. 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 Okay. She's in Copenhagen, Denmark. And her Instagram is Thrift Planet. It's at thrift underscore planet. And she's also at thrift underscore babe. 
So she's a personal and a business one. And uh, she does her brick and mortar full time. Good she for her. slowly over time worked up to it. That's actually a conversation we're having on Instagram today, kind of talking about if people are full time, part time, what's their full time. So uh, she had a question for both of us, actually. Oh, good. So here goes. Um, I think we may have talked about this on the podcast before, so I'll try to keep it not too long. It's a multi-question question. Have you been to Europe? Where? Did you like it? Did you thrift? So, do you want to start? Sure. I have been to Europe when I was a young lad. When I left Lebanon. Oh, yeah, as a we, refugee. Uh, as a refugee, I stopped in Copenhagen. <laughs> so I don't think you did too fact. much thrifting. <laughs> no thrifting. Just wanted to get to America. Yeah. <laughs> so, that was my European experience. Okay. How about you? I went to Italy in 2007. It was my first time in a plane. Wait a minute. Can I interject? Yeah. I went to Australia, which isn't Europe, obviously, but <laughs> I did do thrifting there. And I, I took You've a talked bunch about that before, though. Maybe Meta doesn't know. Well, she's asking about European, Europe because she's I European. thrifted in Australia and it was a lot of fun. Okay, thank you. Bridget's turn now. <laughs> I'm just trying to keep it short and sweet. I went to Italy 2007, had never been on a plane. It was my first flight, international flight. I flew from Philly to uh, Charles de Gaulle in Paris and then to Rome. I was dating a guy. His grandparents lived in Calabria. So I spent three weeks there with him going all over Italy. Um, I saw Milan, Venice, Sicily, Rome, Pompeii. I didn't see Naples or Florence. One of them had a garbage strike at the time. Um, and I spent extended time in Calabria, right kind of near a beach town called Soverato. So, did you thrift? I did not thrift. Okay. No, I was not mm -hmm. that into. Th I mean, I knew th I had thrifted in high school. Next trip. Next trip. Yeah, I'd love to go back to Italy. Just not with him. That no, I meant nightmare. like talk about your next trip. <laughs> oh, next trip. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. I spent one night in France on the way back from that trip. I had twenty dollars to my name, so obviously no thrifting there. And um, I've been to Prague, and I did not thrift there either. I don't even think I saw a thrift store when I was there. There was some really cool clothing stores and, like, vintage stores, but a lot of them had weird hours. So to make a long answer uh, to your short question, my friend, um, no, I did not do any thrifting. Did I like it? Yes, I love Europe. I would live in Europe in a heartbeat. I prefer Europe to America. <laughs> Truthfully, that's just, you know, but I mean, I have family in Europe. Um, you know, you guys know I'm an Eastern European mutt. I have cousins in Slovakia, very brave women. They lived through, uh, you know, a horrible time there in the 1980s. And the stories that my mom told me that they told her are just horrific. So admirable, admirable, strong uh, Slovakian women. And um, I would like to go back and see the countries where, you know, my family stems from. So, and I, I do, I loved Prague. Um, didn't get to spend enough time in Paris, but Italy was amazing. And there's a whole other long list of countries I would like to see, including Denmark. So, um, yeah. Thank you for asking both of us a question. That was nice. And Art, here's your burning question. Oh, I have one for myself. Oh, you have one just for you. Okay. Yeah. How do you feel about the rise of Y2K? Well, personally, 
it, it's cyclical. It it's kind of weird to see the things that we were discarding and not counting as vintage, because when I first started, that that was the era, so nobody wanted that stuff, and so we would never pick it, and if we got it in mixes, we would just put it aside, put it aside. So it's hard to grasp that it's actually desirable and wanted. As a business person, I love it because it's another era that I can sell. Some of the stuff I do enjoy and some of it I do not like. I didn't like it when it was around. I enjoy all the t-shirts. I enjoy all the novelty, all the, you know, South Park, the Simpsons, uh, all the movie things and all the Disney stuff, but I don't, I'm not a big fan of the crazy prices. I just think what ends up happening is people will be disappointed and let down and it messes up the era when things were popular, but they were overpriced. That's what really, I guess I'm scared for people because I hate people losing money. And, you know, it's like there's someone, when it's like a Ponzi scheme, the last people in are usually the ones that get hold left in left holding the bag and that's what I feel is going to happen. But you know, if you get the stuff, sell it, you know, but don't overpay for it. That's all. Just be wise. Yeah. Yeah. But I do enjoy it. Some of the graphics are amazing. Like, you know, Oh, I enjoy, I enjoy the novelty of it too. Yeah. Um, I'm not as much as into like the original trends. Like I think some of the trends are really awful. I yeah. enjoy like the 90s, late 90s, early 2000s for me, because it's when I grew up, you know, I've mentioned this before. It's like a warm hug. Like I get emotional when I think about it. And I think for me, it's like that time takes me back to that time. And that's what I enjoy about it. And for me, I feel the most connected to the pop culture of that time and less connected to the fashion trends. Gotcha. Because uh, well, the flannels I, when you have to keep part. in mind, when I was that age in that era, my family, we didn't have money for me to wear trendy clothes. You know right. what I mean? So... I, I wasn't a little girl or a teenager who had the juicy couture two piece or the brand name low rise denim. I didn't, I didn't have that. So for me, it's more about, I've the, had three the, requests the this past week for juicy couture. <sighs> I'm like, I'm not opening up bales just to find it. Yeah. Good. Well, you see the value in your time for a low return objective. Thanks to the Bridget school of don't waste your time. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so thank you so much for your support. Meta, Meta, God, I hope I said the name right. Um, Meta. Yeah. We really appreciate it, and we hope things are well uh, in Copenhagen. So thank you so much. And if you would like to support the podcast, you can do so through our patron program via Podbean. Or you can make a one-time donation via the link tree. It is in our show notes. It is in my Instagram bio. And it is also you know in my TikTok bio. I would love to ask her, like, what sort of vintage sells in Denmark? Y2K. Y2K. She's, yeah, that's strictly, like big, well, strictly. Well, I don't want to say strictly, but sh I think she's kind of burnt out on it a little bit. Yeah. yeah well, it's it's a short fuse. It'll be gone soon. Um, you knocked me off my path. Bean pod, pod bean. Bean, bean, bean pod. Bean yeah. pod. <laughs> pod people. <laughs> Okay, so you can do so through our patron program via Podbean. And um, if you just Google patron program Podbean in the podcast name, it'll come up. Or you can use our show notes to find it as well. 
And uh, we have three tiers. We have a $5 tier, which is what we just did. You get a personal and or business shout out. You get to ask Art a burning question. And you get two bonus episodes a month. <laughs> two bonus episodes a month. Um, and we're up to 11 episodes, bonus episodes at this point in time. Um, we used to have a $20 level, but I will be deleting that. So I can just kindly ask if you don't um what's the word i'm looking for put yourself on the waiting list i had someone do that this week um, because you're going to be on a waiting list for basically nothing okay so hang on one second hey we're doing the podcast can he call you back Sorry, that was Rafi again. Um, okay, so please don't um, waitlist yourself for the $20 level. It's not going to exist anymore. So after the $5 level, we have a $50 level. It's all the same benefits at the $5 level. You get a once a month, one hour mentor call with me. And right now I have two spots left, but I have a funny feeling those are going to be gone pretty soon because um, I have... Let's just say if you're one of the people that told me you're thinking about it, I would act on it now as soon as you can because there's a lot of people thinking on it. And what typically has happened with this mentoring program is everybody kind of goes for it all at once. And then we have a $100 level, all the benefits of the 5 and the $50 level. And you also get a monthly audit of your website and or selling platform. I just did an Etsy one, which was really cool. And you get a free copy of our retail math class, which Art and I were talking about earlier. And if you had already purchased it, then I'll refund your money um, for your previous purchase. And that way it's free. And there are four spots left there. So if you would like to support the podcast monetarily, that is the best way to do so. And you can also do a one-time donation as well. It could be $1. It could be $100. And we also had one of our... Um, patrons leslie um she was at the five dollar level i didn't even know you can do this she upped her pledge so thank you leslie um, thank you very much yeah she upped it to an amount that i don't i didn't have so thank you leslie leslie we appreciate it your brother called i told him we're doing the podcast <laughs> <laughs> so um do you have anything else you want to add art nope i'm good good Good. Okay, and to all our existing patrons, thank you so much for your continued support. Please don't ever feel pressured to continue if you don't want to. We've, many of you have been supporting us for a long time now. We really appreciate it. In the meantime, my friends, stay safe, stay sane, stay healthy, be kind. Don't be basic. And don't be basic. Bye.